Hey, Chosen Chosen Fam. Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way. If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's let's get get this party started. We didn't even pray. Oh, let's pray right now. Yeah. We'll just, I'll just, yeah. Okay. Our gracious and heavenly Father, we just thank you, as always, for an opportunity to have a platform and an audience. We know that this isn't built by us, but it, but it's a gift from you, God. Yes. We thank you for um, the community that we have and um, just not just the, the individuals that are, you know, actively and present within our lives, but the ones that will be hearing this message. I pray that you just bless everything that we're going to be talking about, the conversation, and bless the ears that it's going to fall on, God. I pray that um, that it falls on ears that are softened, hearts that are softened, yes. to hear what we're trying to convey and not, um, you know, so hardened just to be heard, but from their own stance. And I pray that, that we have that same stance, too, of understanding where people are coming from, but ultimately remembering that, God, it's all about sharing your truth. It's about um, breaking our hearts breaking for what breaks yours, God. And we know that in this situation that's happened in the last week, um, that so many hearts have been broken. Friends have, friends and family members, classmates and students, teachers have been lost, God, and it's just such a tragedy. And I know that this is not what you had, that what you originally had planned for us, and we can't wait to be on the other side of heaven, God. But in the meantime, I pray that you equip us, that you um, encourage us to be bold, to be bold um, that you give us the tools, the skills, the words that we need when we need them. Um, let us just go trusting in you fully and not relying on our own understanding of the situation. It's so complex and there's so many facets, God, don't let our fear of not, um, having a full understanding of everything, keep us from sharing what is true, Mm -hmm. um, to those who really need to hear it. I pray that, um, just as we're sharing these words and as our listeners have an opportunity to hear it, I pray that it stirs something in them, God, not just to be, um, listeners of your word, but God. To, to apply to their lives for all of us to be active. Um, faith without works is dead. Your word says that. And I, I, I just pray that you encourage us that, and stir us to be, um, to be active, to put those things into to action, to work, um, and not for our, our own personal good or because someone tells us to, but God, because that's what you've called us to do. Remind us daily of what our purpose is on this earth, God. Um, in your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Girl, I'm I'm really counting on our listeners to know our hearts. Oh, yeah. But, like, <laughs> with where we stand on what, what we're talking about today, like, if you don't, mm-hmm. it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Like, it's just... We don't, they don't need to know our hearts. We need to all seek together the heart of God. Yes. yes. On human life. Yes. Period. Like legit. Is okay. this the beginning? I guess it is. Okay, guys, that's our intro. Hey. <laughs> Was it? This is a little bit different, guys. We're, um, 
we're coming at you on, we're recording this on April 2nd. It will come out on April 4th. So happy Tuesday, everyone. And we uh, hope that you're in the heart posture and head posture to listen and act mm-hmm. on our conversation today. Um, as positive as we usually are, um, we can't always be upbeat with yeah. the world in which we live. I th- it's this is a it's a hard conversation. I'd say hard. It's not really even a hard conversation, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's just more of a serious conversation. So if you're unaware, um, last week um, on Monday there was a school shooting in Nashville um, at Covenant Christian School, um, which is over in the Green Hills area. If you're if you're familiar with the Nashville area, um, there were three children um, who were killed. They were all nine years old. And there was two, uh, a six-year-old and two 61-year-olds, if I remember. So three adults as well, as, a, as well as the, um, as well as the shooter. And it was just absolutely devastating, like, to our community. Yeah. And also, I will say, the way that the people of Tennessee have responded, and especially those of Nashville, there have been a lot of protests and a lot of calls for action and change. And that definitely gives me some hope, but it's also a reminder of um, this is never a dish on thoughts and prayers, mm-hmm. but we can have thoughts and prayers and policy. Amen. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, we have to take a, a step back and we and remember the human condition that, you know, all have fallen short. And this is not a perfect world. We were never promised mm-hmm. that. But for the things that are within our control, I think it's imperative um that we look at it through the lens of christ and that we that our heart breaks for what god breaks for you know right and that we do something that we say something and there's no there's no reason for us to be so quiet yeah and and historically you know liz and i we've been doing chosen girl this june will mark three years and Mm -hmm, other than girl i know praise the lord for that four years and and please know like Liz and I have the utmost, we're striving to have the utmost respect, one, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sorry, I will probably cry for these families uh-huh. um, that are grieving, and um, the very real children and mm-hmm. parents, grandparents that were lost, um, and these are not the only ones I'm ashamed that I'm moved so much by something that's in our backyard. Yeah. And of course I have cared mm-hmm. anytime we hear of something else happening, um, across our country. Um, but, but I am, I'm embarrassed that it has taken it happen happening in our stomping ground. Um, for me to take action, I'm embarrassed and I repent for that. Um, and I'm sorry on behalf of to the of the lives lost. I know that one email from me won't save any more lives, but it could mm-hmm. invoke change. And so today, um, we've you know, and going back to what I was saying historically, Liz and I do not get political on yeah. this show. We have listeners from all backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, and I don't care to share my personal standing um, because when you hear Christian, the stereotype labels Christian as Republican. Yeah. And 
I do not lean Republican and I do not lean Democrat. It, we always joke, Liz and I personally, that to a Republican I would seem very liberal mm-hmm. and to a <laughs> Democrat I would seem very conservative. For real. And I think that we're not alone. No, In no. this really odd middle ground that mm-hmm. I think a lot of millennials, a lot of Gen Z are in, of where I don't like either side because of how extremist mm-hmm. each side has become. Mm-hmm. For the majority. I'm not, I'm not here to stereotype anyone. Um, but the loud, noisy parts of each political party is what I'm referring They're to. They're a loud minority. Yeah. And, and I don't subscribe to that. So yeah. I'm excited to see... What us and mm-hmm. and and I'm not trying to like label the listener here. So if if what I'm saying resonates with you, that that's who I mean by us and and us is mm-hmm. you and I sitting here today. I'm excited to see just some logical action made yeah. from us in the middle. I think that's the thing that a lot of people from face value get really afraid of when we're talking about this issue. Yeah. Because we're we're saying a logical response and I feel like other people are hearing, you know, yes one way or no one way to, uh-huh. to gun control it's and regulation. Black and white. It's not. Yeah. And I think that the thing is we just want a solution because what we've been doing is not working. Yes. The the condolences are not working. Um and and guys like as you're listening to this, like I'm praying for Liz and I right now because we want to come across in righteous anger and not opinionated anger. Yes. Because as a woman who is now mothering two foster children, um, that I could potentially have one that I'm sending to kindergarten in a very good area of the state. We're in the top 20 of education in my county. I'm a small business owner that pays taxes on a personal and business level, and I right now do not feel comfortable sending my child to school. Yeah, because that innocent child could be murdered. Yeah, at school, and that is if you are listening, no matter what side you are on, if you do not think that's unacceptable, and that that merits change. Yeah, then I think we need to take a step back. Yeah. I, I don't think we need to take a step back. I know no. we need to take a step back because Liz and I, like, I'm angry and mm. I'm so sick and fed up of being quiet out of fear of sounding political at this point where I could potentially be sending a child to school next year. I don't respectfully. I don't care. Yeah. Respectfully. I do not care because at that point it becomes, okay, I'm stewarding, stewarding another person. Yeah. And what action am I doing to keep that person safe? Yeah. And Jesus and, and I mean, obviously Jesus represents God. Or Jesus is God. I'm not saying he represents God. He is God is an advocate for the least of these. Yes. And an advocate for people who could not advocate for, for themselves. themselves. Amen. And I think about even God asking Moses to lead the Israelites uh-huh. out of slavery. That was very political of him. It was. <laughs> but he was advocating yeah. for a people that were could not advocate for themselves. And when and here's the thing too is that when Joseph was not confident in his ability to advocate for those people. Mm-hmm. God still provided Aaron. 
You mean Moses? Moses. Yes, he provided Aaron. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I wasn't trying to like you. Know. No, no, no. You got. You're good. But guys, we're praying for wisdom and how to talk about this because we are angry. But even even God has righteous anger. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on day ninety two of the year twenty twenty three. There have been one hundred and thirty four mass shootings in the United States. That's almost one point five per day. Okay, yeah, guys, wow. we're in day ninety two. It's only April second. Yeah. That has left 196 people dead mm-hmm. in the United States and 470 additional individuals injured. So we have over two people Every shot day. and killed per day this year. Oh, yeah. Like in the year, like in, in, in this year that we're living in that has just started. Yeah. This is where we are. And if you do not look at that and think, Wow, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. You need to take a step back. Yeah, you got to take a moment. I think that everyone, I, I like this is not a political statement. If two people per day are dying of something, let's look at what's causing that. Mm-hmm. Well, let me share some statistics. This is from back in 2020. Yeah. It's a more comprehensive study that I looked at. Yeah. But looking at how many lives were lost from gun-related injuries in 2020, it was 45,000. Over 45,000. Well, the if, breaking it down, and so it's what kind of injuries are these? Is this all, you know, unfortunately, I, I'm, I hate this, what a high statistic this is. 54% of those, so 24,000 of those were suicides. Which is absolutely heartbreaking. And it truly is. And we know that 2020 was a really hard year for so many people. Yeah. And, but on the flip, you know, not even on the flip side, but in addition to that, were murders. 19,000 people died as a gun-related injury. 19,000 people. 19,000 people. Because the way that I look at that number is not that it was... um, that's I mean, like a so whole town of people. It is It is my hometown of yes, people. Yes, that's right. If you wiped off Smithville off the map, that is what that's for one year. One year. That's 2020 alone. In the alone. United States. In the United States. And that's with non-suicidal. That's correct. 19,000. Oh, and 79% of murders in general use firearms. The, que- the The conversation we're having is not a question of you know, yes to firearms or no to firearms necessarily. It's a question of, are we being responsible with what they are and how, and how we provide, how we provide such allow access to them. That's right. Considering the harm that it is causing to our people. And, and in that looking at the word freedom, Mm -hmm. the word that has come to my mind with this entire situation is that I feel trapped. Yeah. That's that's how I feel, and I know that that sounds like a dramatic word, but that's that's appropriate for mm-hmm. my feeling in this. I feel trapped in that if I speak on it, I feel like I will be labeled a certain way. Yeah, I feel trapped in that I don't have a good avenue of education for my future children. Yeah, I feel trapped on their behalf. I feel trapped as a former teacher, mm-hmm. um, and I would say that trapped is as as a word that doesn't coincide with freedom so at what cost is there actually freedom freedom for who that that's exactly right so 
um, something that just absolutely just comes to mind first with this is looking at what happened with the horrible events of nine eleven mm-hmm. and how over two thousand lives were lost, and because of what happened twenty two years ago, airports have never been the same, and they'll never be and the airports same. airports will never be the same mm-hmm. in order to protect the freedom and safety of Americans, yeah. Because of what happened at the Boston Marathon, Mm -hmm. that event has not been the same since and will probably never be the same since. And with rights and privileges, which is a word that I do feel like is appropriate here. um, And just like a little caveat, like you can ask Liz, I do not get into policy. I am not the most educated Citizen, so this is coming from a very common sense, mm-hmm. average citizen. I'm not a quote unquote patriot or nationalist. Yeah. I'm I'm very thankful to live in America with the freedoms that I have. It is a privilege mm-hmm. to live here. However, I'm coming from that point of view of I have a driver's license that I had to take a test for. Mm -hmm. And even with that car, I have to regulate my speed. I have to make sure that I'm not on the phone, Mm -hmm. that I'm wearing a seatbelt. I even, in my county, up until I think 2023, had to go get an emissions test to make sure that my car was not contributing too much to pollution. Mm -hmm. And in order to drive my car... I was completely okay with doing those things. Yes. Is some of that annoying? Absolutely. My husband gets pulled over last week for talking with his ear up to the phone. He just, like, completely forgot to turn his Bluetooth on. But, like, in order to keep people safe on the road, is my husband a safe driver? Mostly. Yeah, he's never wrecked on the phone. Does he speed all the time? Yes. He needs (laughs) to slow his butt down. (laughs) But I'm so thankful that there's a freaking speed limit. Yes. Because my husband would probably be dead or in jail for killing someone. Oh, my gosh. And, and you, you've yes. read with Hunter. That's the gospel truth. It is. That is the it truth. Is. He's, he's, he's got a lead foot. fast. <laughs> and I'm thankful. Like, it's annoying to not be able to talk on the phone sometimes because I got a lot of people to talk to and a lot of things that I want to say to them. But at the risk of me not being distracted yeah. with my kids in the car or with someone else's kids in their car. I'm happy to, to have it on Bluetooth. Well, I think it's it comes down to priorities. Yeah. Those things, I mean, it's a very small price to pay to be able to have a vehicle to get around. Yes. If you care so much, which we do, to have a vehicle, because we could take public transportation or other modes or, tra- or you know, you could bike to work or scooter right. to work. And those just aren't quite as nice when you're bringing home groceries, right? So we're willing to sacrifice and do whatever it takes. So what, what I have a problem with and that really my heart hurts for is those that don't feel like limiting or, or changing access to firearms is not worth the potential of saving someone else's life. Yeah. How can, how can we stay innocent lives, all innocent lives? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm like, uh, very honestly, I'm like, it's not just about innocent lives. It's about life period. I mean, all again, all have fallen short. There's not, not single one of us are sinless. Right. Not a single one of us are innocent, but by, I mean, but I think about, I mean, that's on the grand scheme from a biblical standpoint, but I can't help but think about we, these regulations are, they're fine. 
they're there with a reason Mm -hmm. and a reason that we benefit from because we're not on the opposite end of it receiving. Yeah. We hope and we pray that we're not on that receiving end. But the moment, but the thing is we cannot wait until we experience a tragedy like this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm right there with you. Guilty of, of the same thing. If it means so much now that it's close to home. Yeah. But let this be a reminder that we can't wait for to experience these things firsthand before we show empathy and before we, we take action that, that, um, that the Lord's already called us to. That's the reality yeah, of it. Yeah, to advocate for even the future generation. Yes. Um, because I don't, I think that, and, and I know that this is very possibly naive or Pollyanna um, in my thought process, but I don't want safety to just be a privilege. I yeah. think safety should be a bare minimum of yeah. living where we live. If we are the land of the free, I think that we should also be a safe land yeah. to cohabitate in. Um, and and I don't want to give too much of my opinion, but this is just kind of where we stand. But also we are wanting to direct our hearts and our actions to how how do we as believers navigate this? Like there's so many different facets of this and again we're just kind of in this middle thing here where we don't we don't label ourselves republican christian or democratic christian or conservative liberal like i'm a believer in jesus christ who doesn't extremely lean toward either way but i want to live in a way that glorifies god with this amen and that also protects people who need to be protected Yes. Um, And so I love what you said about this is not a yes or a no. This is something that is like, can we, can we come to a logical compromise? Let's just say, let's just say it was, and this is not true, but let's just say it was 50, 50 split anti-gun or Mm -hmm. pro-gun. Is there not a world that we can live in that there is not a middle ground where we can somewhat agree. Yeah. Because I even think about the statistic that you gave with suicide and how heartbreaking that is and how so many people who do choose to take their own life do need help from a psychiatrist or a therapist and maybe Mm -hmm. did not have access to that, Mm -hmm. but somehow they had access to a firearm. Yeah. And so I'm like, if even there was some regulation that could help that person not so easily make that decision, Mm -hmm. make it a little, put put a step in there to where there had to be some thought in what's going on. I, and, and like I said before, with the whole driving, um, example, I don't mind yeah. to take a test. I don't mind to go the speed limit. I don't mind to talk Bluetooth because I am so thankful mm-hmm. to have a car that gets me to where I need to go. And by the way, um, death by firearm in children has just surpassed death by car accident. And so with appalling. that being said, I am so happy that in order to have a handgun in my home that would protect me and my family, mm-hmm. I need and and I have taken lessons on how to operate it. 
Yeah. And do what it needs. I'm happy. Actually, we were having this conversation earlier. I was appalled at how easy it was to purchase. I'm like, this can kill people. Yeah. It's harder for me to go buy Sudafed at the grocery store. It's harder to go buy a car. And you need that to get around. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I'm like, okay, like... Yes, Mm -hmm. we do need regulations with prescription drugs because obviously those can kill people too. But we need we need regulation with things that can not only kill yourself but kill other people. Yes, and I'm happy to do so. Mm -hmm. And if and just like you know, I have family and friends who are avid hunters. I'm sure that they would say the same thing. That hey, I don't mind. Like you know, that's what I don't understand. Why? Why would you mind? having to go through a little bit extra process. And, you know, coming back to this about, um, you know, is owning a gun a privilege or is it a right? Yeah. And that caused me to to take a moment to think about, is your constitutional right greater than your biblical privilege? Mm. Where do we value? Because it is, we, we, like, we are beings created by God. He has designed this entire world. Yeah. It is a privilege to live in a space where we don't have to worry about where our next meal is coming from. If we have access to clean water, if when we call 911, if someone will actually show up. Right. That is a, that is a privilege. It is. It is a, it is a privilege that God has placed us here. And the word entitlement, I feel like has been so substituted for freedom. It's not that we live in a place that we have the freedom to do X. It's that it's my entitled right mm-hmm. that I deserve this. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking at Hosea twelve six, where we are to seek justice, love mercy, mercy mm-hmm. and walk humbly, mm-hmm. there is no room for entitlement yeah. and humility. Yeah, there is zero room. And I personally cannot imagine looking into the eyes of one of the parents yesterday at the funerals that occurred and saying, Mm -hmm. my thoughts and prayers are with you. I am so sorry for what has happened, but I do not believe that we should do anything about this. Well, that's what happens when, when you feel like nothing should happen. That's exactly, I mean, I, I would not even, I, I can't imagine. And I cannot imagine saying that. And I have no idea what I would do. If someone looked at me with the same sentiments. Yeah. You're like, you're, I mean, like, it's not going to bring I'm like, my, is this a joke? Not only is it not bringing your child, your loved one back, but it's not preventing this from, cause you know, if it's just like, um, if you trip walking into a, a doorway and there's someone's coming after you, what do you do? Hey, be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Watch your head duck. Absolutely. Oh, if you're crossing the street, you, you, have you ever a mom armed somebody when you, you know, stop on the brakes? Yes. Protect your neighbor. That's what we've been called to do. Absolutely. And here's the thing that I think that a lot of people have lost sight of. Mm -hmm. Doing the right thing is not going to be thought of as right by everybody. That's true. But when you look at the definition of justice, it means acting upon what is morally right and fair. Mm -hmm. And I cannot think of anything less moral than the taking of someone else's life. Oh, yeah. Like, we're not talking about a debate of whether it's up for chance. Like, do you think this is wrong? Like, okay, we're talking about the ultimate. We're talking about someone losing their life. Yeah. 
Um, and and I can't I can't think of anyone who would disagree with murder not being morally just or or correct. Yeah. Um, and and I think that that if this middle that we are in mm-hmm. can not make ourselves noisy, but make ourselves active, active mm-hmm. in pursuit of mercy, justice and humility, then maybe, just maybe, we can put a dent yeah. in what needs to happen. Because I'm so sick of this reputation of if you feel this way, then you must be this. Or if you feel this way, then you must be this. Are we too stupid to realize that things are not that black and white? Where Where are the people like us who are like, hey, it's not okay for kids in any school, but you would think in a private Christian mm-hmm. church-centered school yeah. that was following current security protocol yep. to have such loss of life last week. Yeah. You, like, I'm just like, okay, guys can, <laughs> it's just extremely frustrating to be here. And again, I feel very trapped, but simply put, um, I think that the first thing like that we need to do is be wise. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just not get on a tangent about this, but firmly say that you need to be educated yeah. and you need to not spread false information. That's a personal responsibility. I have seen so much crap shared about this on social media. And I do not use the word crap lightly. Like it is crap. And just noise. Like, it's Mm. so loud. Clank and cymbal. Right? Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 13, you guys, look it up. That is misinformation. Like, I saw at first that it was a teenager that did this. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, if you don't know, Mm -hmm. don't repeat it. Like, that's literally gossip. Well, I mean, that's, but that's what we, unfortunately, that's the standard that we now accept when it comes to our current news outlets. It is better to be first than it is to be correct. And it's all about clout and clicks and money. And I'm like, don't give voices that are false the platform. Yeah. And good Christian people are sharing false information. Mm -hmm. Please do your research. Please do your research. And I'm even okay with in love, like DMing someone that has shared false info saying, hey, I didn't know if you know that this was debunked or this is not false or this is not true mm-hmm. information. You may want to take this off your profile. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, stop. That's I think that I think you're mentioning something that really is our biggest battle that we're facing is when everything's okay when it doesn't actually involve us. But these things yes. are requiring us to take an action. And sometimes that that means putting something out there. And sometimes that means sacrificing something. Right. And the thing is, is this sacrifice, especially in in the realm that we're talking about today, when it comes down to sharing God's truth, showing God's love and literally doing what we can to protect other people's lives. Yeah. That I, I see no, no argument for why it is not worth it. Yeah. Regardless if I'm having to give or have, if I'm having to give something up or if I'm having to give up my time or give up my pride 
to say something and be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and and FYI, I know that obviously y'all can hear the the passion in my voice about this, but this is very outside of my comfort zone. But if us urging you to be wise, not share misinformation, and we're we're going to get into to some more tangible steps to take, if that encourages one politician to accurately represent the people that they have been voted in to represent, yes. It's our responsibility. Then it's worth it. We have we have a privilege that we get to that we get to vote our our representatives and our elected officials in. Yeah, and we take it for granted when we refuse to show up at the polls. Yes, and also if we refuse to let our actual voices be known, you have to because here's here's in my very simply put point of view. When you vote in a representative, whether your representative of choice was voted in. They are still your representative. Yeah. And so they are going to represent, mm-hmm. hopefully, as accurately as they can, the voices that are being spoken to them in their district. Yeah. However, if your voice is not being represented, if only the loud, the angry, and the few are being represented, then there is not accurate representation mm-hmm. happening in your area, which is why. The second part of being wise, or third part, so first, educate yourself. Second, don't spread false info. Three, take any concerns to where they count. Yes. And that is to your representative. And we're going to add, like, a part A and a part B to this. Part A, do so respectfully. Yes. Because we are called to respect authority. Mm -hmm. And B, do so in a way to where... Your thoughts are not discredited as opinionated anger. Yes. And maybe could be used as righteous anger that could lead to tangible change. Yes. So if you're a Tennessee resident, the way in which you do so. This is beautiful. We're not putting them on blast, guys. We're, this is accountability. For real. So if y'all are rude in the name of Chosen Girl, <laughs> or worse, in the name of Jesus, Amen. out here to our representatives, do not be claiming Christianity or Chosen Girl. Don't okay, be, that's all I got rude. to tell you. There's no need for there's no need for rudeness. I promise you, everybody's gonna have to turn down their volume when I start talking like that. <laughs> I don't even care. Okay, actually, I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt y'all's ears. Okay. So the T the Tennessee General Assembly website is capital C A P I T O L dot T N dot gov forward slash help forward slash contacting dot H T M L. There on the first like little blurb, you'll see a link that says find my legislator. You click on that. And on the right hand side, there's a little search bar and you can either enter your own address or click the interactive map by county. And then the names and emails um, will pop up of your local um, representation. And we are even even are you still okay with doing this? Putting a template in our Instagram stories of how to go about this practicing wisdom and love and respect. Yeah. Because those are the foundation. Like those are the non-negotiables. Like I'm a concerned and angered citizen. However, being rude is not going to get me anywhere. Mm. I actually see my local Senator. He, his office is really close to, um, 
our square, or it's on the square yeah. here. So I see him most mornings walking to his truck. Yeah. Or walking to, into his office. And we, he's a very friendly person. Always says hi to me. Says kind to, is very kind. I see him literally, have seen him pick up litter on the ground, which in my book, I love that. It's always, but the, and the thing is too, these are for your, lo- if you're in Tennessee, yeah, these are your local, um, representatives for the state legislature for the state congress yes if you want to reach out to your national national level you know just look for who are my u.s represent or congress members just google it and you yeah. can say in your state and it'll pop right up and their contacts are everywhere because it's they're everywhere. supposed to be they cannot account saying oh this is how my people feel if we don't tell them how we feel i i even say that on such a small scale like in my relationship with my husband, in my relationship with my coworkers, if someone does not know that anything is wrong, which obviously these people, I hope that they know something's wrong, but you don't know unless you communicate. So let's yeah. practice being good, healthy communicators. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course, like I'm just one email, mm-hmm. but we were looking at our podcast listeners and we, you know, once a season circulates, we have from 400 to 500 listeners, mm-hmm. um, sometimes closer to six, seven, 800, depending on the episode. Um, you know, hundreds of voices. Yeah. I think about it like that, that's a, lot. a trick, you know, you don't think two things about a trickling stream. Mm-hmm. But even even water over time can can cause rivets in stone. Yeah, it matters. Don't don't let anybody or anything convince you that you doing you standing up for what you believe in and yes. for what God has called us to do does not matter. And, and I do think about that with just the generational effect that we even see in the Bible, like in the lineage of Jesus, like the mm-hmm. choices made by particular individuals like Rahab being a, a prostitute being in the lineage of Joseph who is the earthly father of Jesus I'm like your actions matter yeah Ruth and Boaz being in the lineage of Jesus like if Ruth would not have just gone down to the threshing floor yeah where would we be oh, yeah. and I'm not saying that God's will wouldn't have been done but I'm saying Ruth and Boaz would not have been a part of it mm-hmm. and I think if one email can have the butterfly effect. And if you don't know what that is, that's one wing of a butterfly flapping that really could have the the physical effect of causing yeah. a hurricane on another side of the globe. I'm like, if one email could eventually get policy passed that protects my great-great-grandchildren, God willing. Even if it protects somebody's great-grandchildren. Somebody's. Whoever. It don't matter who. Our our action today is worth a life, the betterment for someone else down the road. I'm okay with never seeing the fruits of my labor. Absolutely. But so I'm just, wow. So there's one more thing that I definitely want to share. Yeah. I know we're getting close on time. And this kind of comes back to if you are an OG Chosen Girl fan. Girl, I knew you were going to talk about this. Yes. Then you, <laughs> then you know that we talked about dip. Which is your daily pursuit, your identity in Christ, and your purpose. Mm-hmm. Being found in Christ. You have to have those things. And one big thing that kind of comes back to me, especially through all the political nature of everything, or just our world that's going on right now, is where do you find your identity? Mm-hmm. Because 
we talk in, in that podcast and I recommend you go back and listen to it, but we, I talk about the chocolate chip cookie and the, the cookie part of it is really what you find your identity, your main identity. It's the thing holding everything else. And the other chocolate chips are everything. So for me, that cookie is my Christianity, my faith. And everything else is everything else I identify with. So I'm, I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, I enter my profession here. I'm an agent. Things, all these different things. That's, they're extra. They are. But my identity is found in Christ. Yeah. And so my challenge is what happens when we begin to find our identity in other things and our Christianity, our faith becomes a chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. And we begin, I could say that I be, that my cookie is being a, a black female. Mm-hmm. If that is my cookie, I will first be offended by anything that threatens my identity as a black female before I ever would get offended at something it, uh, offending me, my Christianity. Keep going. And so what I'm saying is, is that take a look at your heart, take a step back and recognize if, if you identify more with, um, I am a Democrat, I am a Republican, I'm a conservative, I am anything, especially when we're right now, we're kind of getting in the political sphere. But if you, uh, if you find your identity in anything before Christianity, you need to have a heart check. Amen. And I say that in love. Yes. But you need to take a step back and have a heart check. Because the thing is, is that it matters so much more what God has called us to and what then then the comforts that that this world provides us. Yes. And things like this are so imperative. We have an opportunity as Christians to show God's love and truth here. Yes. That someone's life is worth it. That we can make a difference and we have it to, we have something to do. Yes. So don't be a take a step back if someone doesn't agree with however you feel about it. Honey, take a step back. Did it? Did it anger? Did it anger your 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 cookie or your or your chocolate chip? Because if it angers my chocolate chip, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But what you're not going to do is anger my cookie here. That makes no sense Girl. to most people who, if you just popped in, but yes. you understand where I'm coming and from. And I think about the Hillsong Bridge of one of my favorite songs of all time, Hosanna, mm-hmm. and it says, "Break my heart for, for what, what breaks, breaks yours." yours. And, and next to being wise, I have on here being kind, how we have to be over everything loving. And with that comes being empathetic mm-hmm. to the entire situation. People have lost their lives and loved ones in the process of making sure that the breading of our cookie uh-huh. is in check. Yep. Love is the number one. God, the love of God is the number one ingredient. And like you said, if you were offended about anything else that does not align with first what God has called us to do, and that is to love others, seek justice, love mm-hmm. mercy, walk humbly with your God. If that is not the first priority, we got to take a step back. Yeah. Like, like, no, no questions asked. There's, we've got to take a step back. We've got to be respectful to each other on social media, in real life. It's hard Mm -hmm. when people who claim to serve the same God as we do are so ugly about these issues, Mm -hmm. are so hateful 
about these issues. And it's y'all go back and look on our Instagram store or uh, reels this week. I read Romans 14 because it talks about that same thing. And it says, if your actions do not match what you believe, it's not even real. Look, even in James 2, look, salt water and fresh water don't flow from the same river. Then then it's not saying God isn't real. It's saying whatever belief system you got going on, it ain't it. Mm -mm. It ain't it. No. And that's like literally calling people out on a heart issue, on a salvation issue. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, no Luke. Hey, God be spitting lukewarm people out of his mouth. You better Mm -hmm. check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Myself mm-hmm. included. It's a reminder to us all. The Bible said it, not me. Now one of us repeating. is perfect. Come on. I know. We got to seek justice, love, mercy, walk humbly. That's right. Every day. And y'all, we, we, this community has always been a safe space for us. So I apologize for getting heated at times, but th- this okay. is worth getting heated about though. Yes. I, I, we studied last week in church when Jesus was upset and and if you read closely, it says not because they were selling in the temple, but because they were swindling people in the temple. They were injustice, like injustice mm-hmm. was happening. In the holy in space. In the holy space. They were selling mm-hmm. things for hire than they ought to. And he could have been upset about the whole premise in itself. And still would have been and, right. And he still would have been right. However, it says specifically that he was mad about the injustice of what was happening with mm-hmm. the swindling happening in the marketplace in the temple. And he was angry. Yeah. He'd be flipping tables up in there. And so it's okay to be angry. It's not okay to be hateful to others. That, you know, it almost makes me laugh. like, well, if Jesus flipped tables, I can flip tables too. And I'm like, well, the only difference is one of one of those two people are perfect. I'm like, are you the son of God? Someone, <laughs> someone here is blameless. Right. And it's not you. And was working on the side of justice in that point. Mm-hmm. Are, are you angry just to be angry? Are you angry throwing a fit because your way is not being had? Are you angry because your priorities are out of order? Or are you angry on behalf of those mm-hmm. who are unable to have a voice for themselves? Yeah. So we just encourage you. Don't be a part of the, you do not, you do not have to, nor have you been called to be a part of the, the quiet majority. Right. I'm so excited to see what can come out. Mm-hmm. Of the the no man's land that we live in, yeah. being in the middle of these two very extreme places uh, that I'm referring to as political parties, if everybody would just talk at a normal tone level, you don't even have to scream. Mm-hmm. But if there's enough people, logically speaking, on an issue, surely it will be heard. Yep, more than. A handful of people screaming. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But anyway, guys, we are we are really thankful that that this is a space where we can talk with no judgment because we, like I said, we hardly ever get political on here. But it is really hard to be a believer right now and not let this affect what what is happening in our lives and and, it's, and not because, speak on it because we're believers. That is why our heart is broken. That's exactly right. And that's exactly why we have, we felt the need to have this conversation. But 
I hope that this isn't just a conversation that you, you're engaging with us in this moment, but something that you go and talk to somebody else with too. Yes. To, and and you don't, you're not going out looking for fights, but saying, I care about this and I'd really love to just talk about it. Yes. I, I would love to sit here and speak with somebody that may even have a different opinion and a different experience and see, okay, what, what realistically, what solutions can we come up with? Because you can send those directly to your representatives. Right. You never know. You might, again, you can inspire somebody. You can inspire legislation too. But the thing is, is that I, I firmly believe that the Lord has called us to be active. Absolutely. And not passive. Active in love. Because if, if you don't tack love onto it, you're just going to be a clanky symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guys, we love you. We will be posting so templates. Yes. Of emails that are respectful yet concerned. Yes. That you can send to your local representation. If you're in the state of Tennessee, we will link this website on our Instagram mm-hmm. and save it in the highlights. And we will also do the same for national level. Yeah. Um, and we love you guys. We are praying that God has his way with whatever needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And we know that this world will be broken until it is restored by him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys. We love y'all so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Why is that Wednesday? (laughs) Tuesday. Tuesday. We'll see you then. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Grove Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.